everybody. Welcome back to Popcorn for Dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. It is 420 all month here on Popcorn for Dinner, baby. Yes, it is. It's 2020. It's 420 every mm. single day of the month. So this month we are doing stoner movies. Woo! Which, uh, I mean, that's a pretty pretty excitable way to do it. It should be more like stoner movies. Yeah. <laughs> totally, man. Um, so stoked. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because there's a lot of them, some that we have planned. We're, we'll see if we can get, you know, get a, get a hold of it. Mm. Um, but there's some that we have planned that I've not seen. Uh, but this one is one that I've seen a billion fucking times. <laughs> but it was your first time, right? It was my first time seeing it all the way through. Okay. You've seen I, little, little bits and whatnot. I feel like we actually had previously sat down to watch it. I remember once there was like a, not necessarily a party, but just like people hanging out and uh, someone put on Jane Silent Bob Strike Back as like background noise. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those things where it's like most people will sit and watch maybe the first like three to five minutes and then eventually someone will start like, oh, hey, by the way, and start Mm -hmm. talking and then everyone kind of starts talking to each other and then it just turns into background noise. Yeah. Um, I, I think I recall that. I had seen up to the van exploding oh yeah 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 yeah. and that was it that's kind of yeah so that's that's a that's a interesting spot to sort of leave off on because it's like there's so much more to go like i was surprised looking at it again (laughs) that it was like uh like 103 minutes like over an hour 40 Mm -hmm. and i was like well okay i for some reason in my head i had this idea that it was like 88 minutes 90 minutes something (laughs) something real real tight like that yeah but i was i was glad that there was more to it because i mean again i've watched it so much (laughs) and i you know i've watched the view askew movies so much Mm -hmm. that it really just feels like a like a just a such a fun little romp (laughs) you know i it it kind of was the perfect time for you to see it after we had watched dogma relatively recently yeah that's so that's why i feel like there was a different time where we were watching it and you stopped it because i like wouldn't get some of the references or something like that like yeah there's i mean it's not like it would have derailed the entire viewing but it's like it's so much better it has so many fucking easter eggs Mm -hmm. and cameos and callbacks (laughs) and all that stuff it's like you really have to see all of it yeah and i'm I'm sure there's stuff that i missed too oh yeah and then and there's absolutely references that just went over my head (laughs) were there any specific ones that you could think of you're just like uh okay and see, I wouldn't even know. That's how far over my head <laughs> they would have gone. It was just like, oh, that was just something fun to say. If uh, if anybody out there ever listened to Smodcast, then you've heard plenty of tales from the making of this movie and specifically sort of mm-hmm. what they were going for with it, mm-hmm. where it's basically like it's literally just a live action cartoon. Like, oh, I, yeah. I know I mentioned that to you before we mm-hmm. watched it, like how apparent was that? Like, how much were you just like, oh, my God, look at that. There were definitely some key moments that were like that's very cartoon like Mm -hmm. when they're running through the lot and they run into the painted oh yeah exactly i love that of course that is one of my favorite little bits (laughs) will ferrell's marshall will and holly when he goes out the tube on the dam and then he sees them hanging there and he turns in midair while Mm -hmm. he's falling to like see them and say something to them yeah such a such a sort of like roadrunner and coyote mm-hmm. moment <laughs> and he's not dead then yeah exactly like, he just comes in the next scene wet mm-hmm. it's like you fell off a dam yeah oh i love that 
it's something where like I can totally understand people rating it very low, mm-hmm. especially like even within just like the hierarchy of the View Askew movies. Mm-hmm. And it's like Clerk, Small Rats, Chasing Amy, Dogma, Jay and Silent Bob. A lot of people would probably put Jay and Silent Bob last. Yeah. Just for the sake of like, eh, it's not really taking itself seriously. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just a bunch of, uh, there's a billion gay jokes. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. That really felt like a sign of the times. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, no, we're just going to do that. Yeah. And nice. anyone who complains was uh, such a small portion of like voices out mm-hmm. there that that nobody cared. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you really wouldn't do that now. You really couldn't get away with half of those jokes now yeah. and not have people be like, <laughs> fuck this movie. Yeah. So again, I get that too. Like anyone maybe watching it much, much later, mm-hmm. watching it now with a mindset of now being like, good lord. Yeah. <laughs> um but I mean it, they did they did do a good job of putting you in like 2001 at the beginning them discovering the internet yeah oh my god i mean that's that's funny um that they have to be shown the internet that they don't know what the internet is Mm -hmm. because it's like at that point in time it 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 obviously was not the like in every single household you know wirelessly Mm -hmm. with everybody's phones kind of thing yeah. But it still was a well-known thing by mm-hmm. 2001. So the fact that they have absolutely no idea what it is, I thought yeah. was hysterical. And I loved later that Jay mentions, like, he's like, yeah, something, something. We saw Holden McNeil. He showed us the internet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so that's just a thing that happens, you know. Oh, your friend just shows you that the internet exists. Mm-hmm. And I think I think another huge, like, cartoony thing to it that I love that uh, it was probably like half hour into the movie. I wrote down just how great kevin smith is mm-hmm. in this movie as silent bob with just his face oh yeah you know like the the moments where he does talk when he screams at jay about yes. the the sign on the back oh. of the car which is, was always one of my favorite moments yeah. um but i think the thing that i caught this time that was even funnier i don't know how it got past me all these years but the fact that he ends that tirade on you dumb fuck and then there's the echo because they're by the dam. I never heard that echo before. That killed. I thought that was the greatest thing. And then, and then obviously the later moment when he uh, he's talking to Banky and he explains, you know, how he didn't get their permission for exchanging the rights and all that. It's like, yeah. Silent Bob knows all this legal jargon. Okay. Mm-hmm. But so much of it is just him and his face and the, the looks he gives. And in all the other movies, it's usually, you know, just a couple scenes. It's not really mm-hmm. the the focus of it. So you don't really appreciate it as much. Yeah. I know that's a weird thing to say because it's like it's Silent Bob. It's a silly stoner <laughs> character. But really, it's like the, the the looks that he gives everybody, especially Muse mm-hmm. throughout the movie, those side eye glances and the yeah. like eye rolling and all that. So, and the like wide eye stare when something really weird happens. He was always one of my favorites watching this. I remember one of my favorite, favorite jokes, which includes another hysterical cartoony moment. Now that I'm thinking about it, we're just going to keep stumbling on him. Uh, and it's impossible to talk about the plot of this movie, really, to be yeah. like, and then this is what happens here. And then how did they get from here to there? It's like, it doesn't doesn't matter at all. Yeah. But my one of my favorite sequences is, is Jay in the car 
And this is another moment that would never play now, debating whether to take his dick out <laughs> in front of Justice. Mm-hmm. And he gets the devil pop up on his shoulder and tells him to do it. And then the second devil oh pops God. up on his shoulder. <laughs> that always killed. Like, I don't think that ever fails to get a laugh from me yeah. anytime I watch it. It's just, just something about the timing of it and the fact that it's just a it's, second. It's like, of yeah. course, Jay has two devils yeah, on his right? shoulder. <laughs> that beat up the angel. Yeah, that's the, the bitch slapped him. <laughs> um, but it's when... The angel finally shows up and he's like, look at Silent Bob. Does he think this is a good idea? And Jay like looks over at him kind of almost hopefully like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's got my back. And just <laughs> Silent Bob <laughs> shaking his head with his eyes wide. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> and it's like, oh, OK. Like that, that moment is just so damn funny. They are a really great duo. Mm-hmm. Like considering the fact that Muse is absolutely not an actor. Yeah. At least at least at that point. Like he mm-hmm. has since sort of taken it more seriously and like done things and whatnot and like been in other people's movies and mm-hmm. made his own movie and stuff like that. So it's like he's gotten more serious. But at that time, he's really not an actor. Yeah. And Kevin and- Smith kind of isn't an actor either. <laughs> but they're just sort of like natural chemistry with each other. Yeah. Makes it so fucking funny mm-hmm. on, on all the things that they do, the way that they talk to each other like the muse and his use you know (laughs) the fact that he always says use guys and all that that super jersey kind of way to say it um really fucking killed me on that planet of the apes gag (laughs) the damn use damn use all to hell holy crap that's so funny you and and it's watching it again now so much later and and knowing so much more about these people and the movies they made and, you know, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Because as a kid, I think this was the first one I saw. Okay. You know, like it, I saw this yeah. and then I saw all the other movie boxes at the video <laughs> store that also had Jay and Silent Bob on it. And was like, oh, these movies, they, oh, they're all this, they're, yeah. they're all these movies together. So then I kind of backtracked into <laughs> it. So a lot of these jokes I never got either as a kid. Like when I first watched it, like, what? I don't know. What? Yeah. What is that all about? Who's this guy? Why is Ben Affleck in it twice? Yeah. Why is Jason Lee in it twice? Like, what is going on right now? But that um, Planet of the Apes gag, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like you can almost imagine that that was just something, a joke that they've had yeah. over the years of like, if it was Muse in the fucking Planet of the Apes, he'd be like, you damn Muse all the hell. You know, they make that joke and then they're making this movie and they're like, let's just do that. Let's make a fucking Planet of the Apes parody and have Jay say that. It would be amazing. Like, it really... like. It, it doesn't feel like it's pandering to anyone except whoever wants to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like it doesn't feel like it's trying to hit any specific style of gags other mm-hmm. than its own. You know, it's like mm-hmm. it goes off on these weird digressions like the Scooby-Doo sequence. Yeah. Where they wind up <laughs> in the mystery machine and he gets his kidneys taken. But then that's all a dream. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or, or the fucking Planet of the Apes thing. He's going off about how that monkey is super <laughs> smart and all that. All of those kinds of things just feel like buddies goofing around mm-hmm. and making a funny movie. Yeah. And it's really, it's, it, it, it lends a charm to it that I don't think it would have otherwise. If it felt more mercenary and mm-hmm. more like, oh, we're going to hire this guy and he's going to be really funny. We'll hire this guy to be real funny and, you know, try to make a movie to market to everybody. Mm-hmm. This movie is so not for everybody. No. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Just going through my notes. <laughs> I don't have many notes for this because I was literally just sitting there watching it and like loving it again. And also, I know it like front to back at this point. 
But I just wrote down in here, Roswell style. <laughs> he's, he's doing his fucking speech. There's just that super Dutch angle on his face as he looks at the camera. That was something I kind of loved about it again, like, especially right after like Chasing Amy and Dogma. Because Mallrats is almost a little cartoony in its own way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Clerks is just so sort of like DIY that you can't really compare. Yeah. But after like Chasing Amy and Dogma, which were very just like structured sort of mm-hmm. down-to-earth movies as much as there's crazy mystical bible nonsense throughout yeah. dogma it still is relatively it doesn't ham it up too much it's kind mm-hmm. of more on a human level mm-hmm. in this movie it seemed like they were just like let's fucking play with everything we can to make it as weird <laughs> and crazy as we can like those super dutch angles and <laughs> and goofy like fourth wall breaking all the time yeah, people so many times all those fucking gags that are really <laughs> i did not get them when i was a kid <laughs> and so i love them so much more now cuz as a kid i just sort of like okay whatever like i never got the obviously the first one is the the like a jay and silent bob movie who would pay to see that and then we'll mm-hmm. look at it but i never got the uh the the one later with Affleck and Damon mm-hmm. when they're doing the, it's like, yeah, you got to do the safe picture. Then you do the art picture. And then sometimes you do the one for your friend. Cause he says you owe him. Like, well, look at the camera. <laughs> Which again, adds another layer to it. Like this time watching it. Cause I learned that when they won the Oscar for goodwill hunting, they, ne- they forgot to mention Kevin, Aww. Kevin Moj who were like mm-hmm. producers on it. And they brought the script to, Mm-hmm. to like get the movie made and they forgot to thank them Aww. on their thing and they were making dogma at the time so they flew out <laughs> did the awards show forgot to thank them and then flew back like heads down like not like feeling <laughs> terrible about it so you can only imagine that this is sort of that's sort of what that yeah means like you owe me one yeah. <laughs> so you got to be in my stupid movie <laughs> but man the polls in this movie the, the weird people that come out of nowhere I, that you're like, what? This person is in this? I am so glad that the beginning of the credit sequence is just showing you every, like, all oh, of the big name people that were oh, in yeah. it. There are several notations here mm-hmm. that are just, oh, this is this this person? Was that this person? <laughs> so I'm very glad that they confirmed mm-hmm. my suspicions. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the only one that there's no way to not know is Mark Hamill because the name pops up on yeah. the screen. <laughs> that is, that's again, super cartoony, oh, but yeah. brilliant. And I love it to death. I, I'm <laughs> hey, glad kids, that, it's Mark Hamill. <laughs> I'm glad that they did that because I might not have put it together. Yeah. Just I feel, I mean, yeah. even not knowing or not, not really seeing any of the old Star Wars movies, uh, you, I have, I have a feeling you might have been tipped off with the hand cutting off and the not again yeah <laughs> that, that might have been that like is true. is that, that is, true. is that mark hamill oh yeah, yeah it's probably mark hamill then <laughs> yeah, carrie fisher as, yes. the, as the the nun mm-hmm. george carlin as the hitchhiker who yes. god damn it i've always loved that i wish he was in the movie more <laughs> i love him as cardinal glick in dogma so i'm glad mm-hmm. that they got him back to like do another role mm-hmm. and i think he's in jersey girl too so it's like he and he and kev kind of became buds which is so cool that is really cool but like <laughs> just seeing him again on screen like i've always fucking loved carlin there's something about him <laughs> i have a couple of his books right over there brain droppings and the when will jesus bring the pork chops they're so fucking good there's just ridiculous it's the a total digression now <laughs> into george carlin books but they're essentially it's like sometimes there's just like a chapter that's like a funny story and a way that he tells it and then sometimes there's a whole fucking chapter that's literally just thoughts that he has 
and it's just like four or five pages of one line thoughts all separated like no no relation (laughs) to each other just complete non sequiturs and it's brilliant they're so funny (laughs) and then speaking of dogma of course i mean obviously ben affleck and matt damon Mm -hmm. but chris rock as chaka luther (laughs) king the fucking director holy shit you have to imagine he had a blast playing that part oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah so it's almost like a caricature of a chris rock character like loud and yeah Mm -hmm. but he's just he's so brilliant in it and fucking with jamie kennedy also jamie kennedy (laughs) like that's just silly in and of itself but got him just tormenting that kid yeah (laughs) no boogers in it sir when he's Sniffing cracker, cracker, cracker. Holy crap! He's he's just he's like rabid in this movie. He's just like off the leash, and it's oh. so fucking good. <laughs> it was so that was that was so great. <laughs> I'm trying to think of well, I mean, I he's sort of a bigger part in the movie, so I don't know if I'd necessarily call him a cameo, but I honestly, and I know that lots of people don't necessarily dig him. I love Will Ferrell in this movie. I think him as Will and Holly is fucking perfect. It's like it's it could not have been anyone else. Really? Like he's he's not obnoxious. Yeah. Or he's, at least he's not as obnoxious as he could get. You know, like he's he's much more subdued. He's just silly and goofy in the best way in like oh, yeah. almost an elf way where he's like almost innocently stupid. Yeah. He's not malicious and mean and nasty. Mm-hmm. He's just a, he's just dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, like when he lets them go. He's just very ignorant. Yeah. He lets them go with the orangutan dressed as the boy. <laughs> yeah. He goes, he gets all the way through it. Like, good, go on, go on. You guys can go. Like, all right. So now we're going to go in there. We're going to get that monkey and fuck beans. That was them, wasn't it? Like, immediately realizes he was wrong. Or fucking blowing apart the movie character in the movie set. Is he going to be all right? But <laughs> also very cartoony. Just one big oh, circle yeah, yeah. through big it. Circle through the movie. <laughs> I, I liked that there was two people from Final Destination in that van. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ellie Larder and Sean William Scott. I yep. like. I mean, I like both of them. Sean William mm-hmm. Scott. <laughs> He's so. I love the fact that it's so different than the like personas that he had kind of been playing oh, up yeah. till then like the it, exact was, opposite exactly because like he was stifler and then he was in that road trip movie i don't know mm. if you ever saw that i know he, of it yeah, yeah. But he, he essentially plays a very stifler like guy again yeah so in this case being the like braces and really shitty hair and <laughs> like just being the the worst yeah <laughs> it was so funny to see him play it and he plays it so well too but also in that van was uh one of the girls from Bring It On. Duck shoot. I forget. I, I don't. I forget Sissy? how to pronounce her last name. In the yeah, oh, Eliza. It's like Dush mm-hmm. Duck shoe. Duck shoot. <laughs> Something like that. I yes. forget, but yeah, she. I. I honestly think that this is like the only movie I really ever saw her in. Oh, that means we're gonna watch Bring It On. <laughs> yeah. I'm so psyched that you haven't seen that movie. <laughs> And then fucking Shannon Elizabeth. Yeah. She uh, she makes like if I, I don't know if anybody else could have played justice and made it as like charming as it is and and as believable as you can fucking get in a mm-hmm. movie like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like in any world with how much <laughs> of like a creepy skeevy pervert Jay is. Mm-hmm. It should never make sense that anybody want would be like wooed by him in yeah. any sort of way. But she has this just adorable 
dorky side to her mm-hmm. that almost makes it, it makes it just believable enough to be like, all right, movie, let's go. I'll, I'll go on this ride. Yeah, it's all right. That moment when <laughs> when she's in the convenience store with the other girls. And they're just like, you have to make them do it, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I just can't do that to Jay. Like, why? Is it because he's just so innocent? <laughs> Turns to look at him. He's humping the glass. Like, that moment, I feel, really encapsulates. Like, she's, like, a little over the top with it. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, obvious. Like, he's not innocent at all. He's so creepy and weird. Like, there's no reason for her to really think that. Yeah. But the way that she plays it, you're just like, okay, fine. Let's go. Speaking of being wooed, though. With Shannon Elizabeth. Uh-huh. I did enjoy the line. She didn't tell me to fuck off or pull out the pepper spray. <laughs> yeah. That's a fantastic line. Like he's so he's self-aware enough mm-hmm. to know that that's the typical reaction to what he does. Yeah. <laughs> but, he, but apparently not self-aware enough to just not do it anymore. Yeah. He's just like, that's just what I am and that's what they do. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's, just, that's just how it goes. He really does have so many... They're not even necessarily like the greatest of lines, like in terms of like, oh, that's the most brilliantly written line in the world. Mm-hmm. But the the scenario and the way that he says stuff and just his his delivery, his being Jay, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the fact that you know that like Muse is pretty much just there on screen. There's mm-hmm. hardly a character there. He's just <laughs> yeah. just him on screen. <laughs> the moment when he's <laughs> when he's trying to figure out how many days they have to get to Hollywood. And everything. It's like, yeah, so they're shooting on Friday. So it's Tuesday. So eight days. And he yeah. holds up 10 fingers, too. <laughs> Affleck's just like, uh, three by my count. And Jay just goes, three, right. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, my bad that I'm terrible at math. <laughs> like, it's such a funny way. And then at the end, when justice is being taken away by the cops, and she says, wait for me. And he says, what, here? Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. Like, because you, cause you believe that he believes that, that he thinks that that's a possibility, mm-hmm. that she means right there in that exact spot. <laughs> like, wait, here? Oh, that one fucking kills me. And then, and also that right after that uh, is, is Will Ferrell with the, hey, stop stealing monkeys. Fuck off. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Moves along. Oh, Kevin Smith had to have loved flipping the van. That was probably a great day for him. <laughs> or a great night because it it was at nighttime. Yeah. It flipped over to be more dramatic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I love I love that whole thing where it fucking blows up and Jay's screaming for justice and the goddamn choir singing sings justice <laughs> is dead or so Jay thinks. I know I didn't get that as a kid. I I, I just... Mm-hmm. tuned it out i didn't even think to listen for anything yeah but once i learned that i was like that's the funniest <laughs> that might be my favorite joke in the movie just for how ridiculous it is like <laughs> like oh that's that that is cartoon right there mm-hmm. but yeah, i was thinking my personal idea that, that probably the best day on set for kevin smith uh is fake lightsaber battling mark hamill this is true. Like, I wrote down, I was just like, watching the guy who made Clerks lightsaber battle with Mark Hamill is just, <laughs> is literally just too great. Like, you can't, mm-hmm. you can't even, like, write that. The idea is, like, he, his first movie talks so much Star Wars. He's clearly <laughs> just, like, the hugest Star Wars nerd. And then, less than 10 years later, he's making a movie where he is lightsaber battling Mark Hamill like holy shit that is the fucking coolest thing I don't care how dumb you think the movie is or how dumb you think Kevin Smith is like that is fucking awesome are you kidding me that's amazing that was probably the best day also 
James Vanderbeek. Oh, the uh, Jason Biggs Vanderbeek stuff was so good. Yeah. I, I, I loved it as a kid. Like, I knew of Vanderbeek. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still have never watched Dawson's <laughs> Creek or anything like that, but I, you know, I know of him mm-hmm. and I'd seen American Pie and everything. So, like, I got the jokes enough. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then one that I'm glad was confirmed Tracy Morgan? Yes. Oh, he's so good. I love him as that, especially his reaction to Jay. I don't know what the fuck you just said, but you touched my heart. I I love Tracy Morgan. Mm-hmm. That was a that was a great pull as well. Like holy mm-hmm. crap, that dude. Uh, I love Diedrich Bader as the security guard who's chasing them. Like yes. I knew him as Oswald mm-hmm. on the Drew Carey show. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. I know. Yeah. He's, and then whenever I see him in anything else, it's like, oh hey, look, it's Oswald. Yeah. But that him him as that guy, it was he's just so funny. I really <laughs> liked Diedrich Bader. He was he was great. And afterwards, you say, oh, what a lovely tea party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but man, I honestly, of all of them, because there's a lot of them, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm sure that there's plenty that like. We're gonna forget and remember later like oh my god that's right but honestly truthfully i think affleck is fucking phenomenal in this movie like not even an overstatement of like oh my because he only has you know a handful of scenes mm-hmm. he's holding at first and then later he's just playing himself or whatever <laughs> but he gets some of like the best laughs from me his whole scene with with jane silent bob when he's showing him the internet and talking to them about all that stuff his his growing frustration that they just cannot understand like what he's explaining to them it's like they're not talking about you guys yeah fictional characters fictional character he does a little hand signs like you're not signing anything but he's just doing it you know that is amazing um <laughs> never never makes me not laugh like am i getting through to you at all yeah. like realizing that that jay is just hopeless yeah or when he's talking to talking to bob you know he's like don't you guys ever want anything more in your life i know this poor son of a bitch does yeah. <laughs> so bob's like me what? He's like, oh yeah i see it in your eyes <laughs> fuck lord when when's gonna be my time <laughs> it's just so over the top and, but like it and then d- he gets silent bob like agreeing oh yeah, yeah. He's starts like nodding. nodding and then yeah. looks at jane like no no <laughs> yeah, the little hand wave like no 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 yeah and then he, he does the like he knows what i'm talking about like yeah <laughs> um and then later when he's affleck on the set of Goodwill Hunting too, which another joke that I never really truly got. Um, I've only seen Goodwill Hunting like once or so, but it's like the fact that it's like it's a it it's it's a Miramax movie the way that they talk about it at the beginning of the movie. It's like I thought they only made classy pictures. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's one of those like dramatic movies. Mm-hmm. So the idea that there's this shotgun sequence in the sequel <laughs> is so so silly. But it's when they it's when the fucking security guard pops in. And he's like, sorry, boys, we got a 1022 or whatever. And Affleck goes, oh, no, 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 because I wasn't with a hooker today. Ha-ha! That ha-ha is so, there's so much gusto behind it. Yeah. Oh, my God. He is so good. We got to watch. I'm, I'm sad we didn't watch it before this, but we got to watch the uh, the bloopers for this movie. Because <laughs> that the scene from Goodwill Hunting 2, mm-hmm. when 
they do the little huddle, him and Damon, and they turn around and the oh, I don't like the sound of them apples, Will. What are we going to do? They cannot hold it together. There's like five or six outtakes where they just they, they just bust up as soon as he starts talking. Uh, it's so funny. And I, I honestly, I really, really love him in this movie. He's so, it's that perfect level of like Affleck charming, mm-hmm. but he's able to be silly with it like he's yeah. able to be such a goofball that it seems like he only gets to be with kevin smith yeah it's like he's done other stuff but it's like never really to that level of like sort of embarrassing himself you know what i mean like kind of being a little bit over the top so somewhere between my note about tracy morgan mm-hmm. and my note saying i love james vanderbeek I wrote, I'm sure there's a lot of people and references that are going over my head. (laughs) So somewhere in between them meeting Tracy Morgan's character Uh and then meeting James Vanderbeek's character. Yeah, well, I know there's, well, well, because I think that's the, that's them kind of going through all those, uh, the movie sets and stuff. Oh, yeah. So it's like there's a Goodwill Hunting one and then Gus Mm -hmm. Van Sant with a pile of money. It's like he is like the joke there sort of is like Gus Van Sant is the kind of he's the guy who made that uh, remake of Psycho, that shot for shot remake of Psycho. Okay. because and simply it was essentially just like an experiment. It wasn't like he thought he could make it better Mm -hmm. or he was like, oh, this will be way better in color or these actors are better. It was literally just like, will it have the same feel or is the magic of a movie somewhere you know, in between, you know, it's like you can recreate the exact same shots and do the exact same things, but it won't be the same movie. Mm-hmm. It's like this guy fucking just did that. <laughs> like that was his project. That was the movie that they gave him a bunch of money, essentially. Like, mm-hmm. what do you want to do? And instead of doing anything else, he's like, I'm just gonna do this crazy experiment. Like he's just he's such like an art artiste kind of guy. <laughs> so that showing him as like a money grubbing, I don't give a shit about this character <laughs> is really funny. Or at least, like, that's the gag Mm -hmm. of the scene. Like, Jesus, Ben, I said I'm busy (laughs) counting his money. (laughs) And then the scream four with the orangutan (laughs) where where the monkey is in there. And that's uh, (laughs) Shannon Doherty from uh, Mallrats. Mm -hmm. So, like, she's back. She gets her little scene. And I love Wes Craven, the fact that he's in it. (laughs) And just what a fucking nice guy that dude was and how, like, friendly. Like, you'd think, like, one... A name Wes Craven, mm-hmm. who makes terrifying, bloody horror movies. But he's just like the kindliest guy. Just yeah. like, oh, hey, guys, let's go. Oh, well, market research says people love monkeys. <laughs> and then Jay runs in and says, we love this monkey. And Wes goes, see? <laughs> he's, he's so funny in it. And then, fuck, was there another one? I don't, I don't know if they went through another set. Yeah, I'm trying to. Th- I mean, I wrote down a couple of references to other movie to like other you know, chunks of, of the viewisk universe uh, <laughs> that I wonder if you happen to notice at the beginning when Jay is talking about Morris Day and the time and how great they are and how the song Jungle Love, you know, is the, is the best song in the world or whatever. He describes mm-hmm. it as written by God herself. <laughs> and it's like, of course, he says herself because he's met her. Yeah. In in the timeline of these movies, he has met God and knows that it's a her. Yeah. So he just throws that into his into conversation now without even thinking about it. You know, it's just like written by God herself. Yeah. I love that one. I did not catch that. Um, I did love when they're breaking into the uh 
the provasic place to free the free the animals and everything. Mm-hmm. Bob pulls out the grappling hook that mm-hmm. he uses in Mallrats, and then they do the exact same pose, but they're wearing ski masks this time. So <laughs> I'm assuming that Jay is sticking his tongue out, but you can't tell when he puts up the rock horns. I also love how much they smash through windows in this movie. <laughs> so they go up the fucking the 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 grappling hook thing and it somehow launches them through a window and then later fucking with the bike and they crash through the window into the dressing room uh i'm sure that there's another one they go through so much glass in this movie also just the monkey itself you know the uh from the uh the end credits of mall rats oh where yeah, jay yeah. and bob are walking down the down this road <laughs> with a monkey just mm-hmm. like because they do because what a, yeah. and so it's like okay so we're gonna pay that off yeah. they've got a monkey now <laughs> i love the plot line of the movie i mm-hmm. really do it makes for such a perfect road movie yeah just like hollywood's making a movie out of the comic book you guys are based on and people are making fun of it so you have to go and or jay wants to go and stop it so that people stop making fun of them yeah. like the fact that it's not there's there is money involved, but they're kind of foregoing that money to do this. <laughs> like it's not a not a get rich or you know save the world or mm-hmm. you know anything super great. It's literally just like stop making fun of us. Yes. <laughs> so we're gonna go and ruin this movie so that that doesn't happen. <laughs> Honestly, the weirdest thing, like sitting here and talking about it, talking about all these gags and jokes and things that work and and the hilarious cameos and all that kind of stuff for being considered. A stoner movie. Mm-hmm. There is so little stonering yeah. in it because it's like one of them is a dream. Yeah, when they're in with the with the Scooby Gang and the fucking Mystery Machine and they're the Doobie Snacks. Like that didn't even happen. It's like they get they get arrested mm-hmm. for having weed. Yeah, and then and then there's the like bong saber at the end that Jay takes a rip off of. That is like okay, I guess that. If that works and if that's how that whatever that thing yeah. is, if he's actually taking a rip. So I guess that would count. But really, there's not. Yeah. And then and then they kind of reference it with the with the Tracy Morgan scene where they're in they're mm-hmm. in the, the, the union, <laughs> which is a great joke. But yeah, like there's well, really and then very at the little. very beginning, they're selling. Right. But like, that's it. You would think I mean, not that you would not that I would like change it necessarily. Yeah. But you'd think that there would be like more smoking. More smoking and maybe more like selling, you know, or like, you know, like going on their journey, maybe to like make money or, you know, Mm -hmm. to get from one place to another. But they kind of just like, who cares? Yeah. Who cares how they're getting to wherever (laughs) they're, you know, they're getting a ride. They're doing this. They're doing that. Doesn't matter. Because, yeah, they and it just just dawns on me that they like they just show up in Hollywood in Mm -hmm. in a Jeep, like some chick driving it and then they get out. Yep. And it's just like, when did that happen? Like, who cares? They're in Hollywood now. It yep. doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Were there any specific things that you kind of noticed that, that jumped out at you that was particularly like funny or clever, or a callback to something or whatever, other than like the super obvious ones? Mm-hmm. Like the, are you even supposed to be here today? Don't yeah. get me started. <laughs> like, yeah. That one's a little cheesy, <laughs> but whatever. Um, I did like seeing all the different. You know, characters walking out of the movie theater at the end. Mm-hmm. That was fun. That really hit me at the end there was seeing them all kind of in one big shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it, I'm pretty sure it cut from one to the other, but it yeah. felt like all of his characters together at once. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. I loved seeing Hooper again with Banky. Mm-hmm. That was just such a such a fun <laughs> character in Chasing Amy that I didn't think you would ever see again. And all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> oh, shit, there's Hooper. 
the sisters, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) Chasing Amy? That would never work as a movie. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, fucking Walton, Walton Bry as Steve Dave and fanboy. That's always fun to me. I love seeing those guys. And I've always loved that end sequence with with Morris Day in the time. Mm -hmm. They do the dance scene. It's like, for one, that song introduced me to, or that movie introduced me to Jungle Love as a song and it's so fucking good and great i love that bass line i love like everything about it it's so much fun and seeing them do that like the fact that they're actually huge fans mm-hmm. and we're able to like go on stage and dance with them and yeah. you know all that kind of stuff like again it's just sort of like wish fulfillment in in the coolest of ways there's oh, just yeah. like oh i got into the movie business and i love uh star wars then i'm going to be in a scene with carrie fisher and i'm going to be in a scene with mark hamill and uh, i love more stay in the time so i'm going to get them to be in the end of the movie and i'm going to go <laughs> on stage with them and i'm going to dance and I'll, like it, just so cool just yeah. it's, that movie just exudes fun it really like you know what i mean it's it like really if, if you take it too damn seriously you're just gonna sit there and be like this is so stupid mm-hmm. especially because admittedly there are way too many gay jokes for my taste these days. Yeah. Obviously, 2001, I probably saw it in like 2002. So when I was like 12, 13, like, yeah, I probably laughed a lot harder at those than I'd be like willing to admit. <laughs> <clears throat> but I mean, that that just calls out James Vanderbeek then. You know, like I did love calling that. attention to. Yeah, that was actually Biggs. really cool, mm-hmm. which I mean, it kind of makes sense, too, because like there's there's always been that level like i've never really thought of kevin smith as like homophobic Mm -hmm. as much as uh, you know as stuff like that or especially just like the humor of jason muse yeah seems to be like the most homophobic sense of humor in the world yeah but i never really felt that from him and i know people gave people gave him shit about like chasing amy and stuff and it was like what what that was a pretty fairly nuanced like view of things and especially like relationships and sexuality Mm -hmm. coming from a like practically admitted like small-minded white straight guy Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's like he he was showing it from his own perspective so obviously you know things might not be perfect his his representation of the gay community in that movie Mm -hmm. but it's like he's but he's it's like it's respectful it's not yeah. like he's like making a mockery out of anybody yeah and in this case this movie obviously so much of the humor is derived <laughs> from that kind of stuff because muse is the main goddamn character yeah <laughs> but i did like having that that vanderbeek scene in there to sort of like temper that down a little bit being like <laughs> oh you think everything's gay oh it's so gay everything's gay <laughs> but you think that monkey's gay <laughs> And then that fucking smug ass look he gets on his face when Biggs says that essentially. And he's just mm-hmm. like, You're just, you're so gay. And he's like, eh, th- 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 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. One little moment that I loved was when they walked into movies and the door mood and Muse was all like amused by it. Oh, yeah. He was just like, Yeah. <laughs> what kind of reaction is that? He, I mean, I, I, I've, I've like started this sentence like eight times in this whole podcast, but it's like, you just keep jumping from one thing to the other. But like, he does get such great lines and delivery, uh, like like when they're uh, when they're dressed up as Blunt Man and Chronic mm-hmm. at the movie set, and they're you know trying to act or whatever, and somebody says something along the lines of like, "I'm not going to be talked to by someone in in uh, pansy red booties." And Jay looks down, and he's just like, "I am wearing pansy red booties. Why the fuck didn't you tell me?" Like, <laughs> not realizing what he was wearing. Like, 
Also, when when Silent Bob is stuck in the tube, when all the marshals are chasing him and shooting at him, and he pulls him through, mm-hmm. and then he just is just like Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, <laughs> that that feels like a uh, Jay Muse and Kevin Smith joke. <laughs> like that he would make a joke like that mm-hmm. about Kevin Smith. So they're like, put that in, put that in the movie. <laughs> Honestly, when I was a kid. I think my favorite sequence of the movie, and now it's probably not just because I've grown to appreciate a lot of other stuff in it, like like Affleck specifically. Mm-hmm. I don't think I really appreciated how great he was when <laughs> I was a kid, but like the standout sequence, and it's kind of the like culmination of the whole movie when you know, because uh, uh, when when Holden's showing them the internet and telling them all these terrible things that people are writing about them and it yes. cuts to Muse who's just like I'm gonna kill all these motherfuckers <laughs> you know like making that promise and being like it's that's so silly like yeah. they're internet people and Holden explains that to him like they're not you, you can't go and beat everybody up and that whole end sequence of them beating everybody up finding the people <laughs> who said all this shit quoting them on it getting the confirmation that they are that person and then beating the shit out of them so fucking funny i love that and especially the song kick some ass by stroke nine what a fucking 2000s era song you know what i mean it's like that is that song only exists practically for that sequence like you know like it's like that it's there's no more importance to it other than that and i do love the fact that all the money they get at the end of the movie sort of comes back in clerks too because like clerks two, you know is is sort of far removed from this in the sense that like in between this and then muse had gone to rehab and you know all mm-hmm. you know a lot of stuff had sort of changed mm-hmm. so the characters of jay and bob where it's they're like the new and improved jay and silent bob mm-hmm. where jay doesn't doesn't do drugs anymore and he's all about the bible and stuff like that <laughs> So, like, there's not much to be like, yeah, and remember back in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back? Like, there isn't all that much to call back to. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the movie, when they're going to talking about reopening the quick stop themselves, and they're like, how the fuck are we going to do that? And, Jay, you know, it's like, we don't have the money to do that. And Jay's just like, we do. Like, mm-hmm. that's why. Because they have the fucking movie money. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God, what a great fucking callback. <laughs> that's amazing. Like, what a great way to use that in the next movie. Mm-hmm. Like, even just a little bit of reference back to this one. Just to keep it all in the family. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And if you notice, I know they've mentioned before, or I think Kevin Smith has talked about it before, but at the very, very end, when Alanis Morissette as God, (laughs) brilliant, loved her in Dogma, love her in this, even though it's just one shot, Mm -hmm. but her closing the book on the Askewniverse, essentially, Mm -hmm. and he's like, but if you notice, after that bookmark where it says the end, there's there's a little bit of book left. Mm-hmm. So we could squeeze something else out of it. And then Clerks 2 eventually comes. So it's like sort of thinking ahead of like, we're going to close out this series. We're not mm-hmm. going to do these anymore. But if we really want to, yeah. <laughs> we could do it. Oh, and the one the one moment that I really, really dug, especially as a call a callback to Chasing Amy, but especially because you could tell that it was totally real in terms of the reactions was at the very, very end of the movie and everyone's kind of pairing off. Mm-hmm. And like Justice kisses Jay and, you know, Bob kisses uh, the monkey <laughs> and he hops into his arms. And then it shows Jason Lee as Banky holding up uh, Will Ferrell. And he looks at him. He's like, oh, a lot of love in the room. It's like, regardless of what you may have heard, I do not kiss guys. And then Will Ferrell's responsive. All right. All right. Slow down, hot shot. And then Jason <laughs> Lee just busts out laughing. That was so real. You could tell that either that was an improv mm-hmm. or he just 
couldn't hold it in on that line because it is a good line. <laughs> but I, it sounds like an improv to me. Yeah. <laughs> and just the fact that they keep it in mm-hmm. makes it all the better. Like that movie just again, it just it it just seems like everyone having a shitload of fun. Yeah. It does, I think, exactly what they wanted it to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like it's just it's callbacks galore. It's, you know, fun and just basically hanging out with everyone you want to hang out with <laughs> over yeah. the course of making a movie. Anyone you could dream of hanging out with from your your old buddy, like Affleck <laughs> or Jason Lee or fucking Princess Leia and Luke Skywalker, like getting them in your movie. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. It, it's just nonstop fun. That opening might be one of my favorite things ever. With the babies? Yeah, the babies growing into <laughs> Baby them. Harley? Yeah, Baby Harley playing Baby Bob. But it's, for one, just the, the fact that, like, you know, his mom swears a bunch, so he swears a bunch, so it just grows up into him saying fuck all the time. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it turns into a rap yeah. is so funny. Like, that that hooked me so much straight off the bat when I was a kid. It was just that, that fuck rap. Fuck, fuck, mother, mother, fuck, fuck. Like, it's oh, yeah. Just like, it seems like he's just riffing and improvising it, like, just for fun, because he mm-hmm. loves the word fuck. There's so many fucks in this movie. <laughs> and inserted into lines where you almost imagine they weren't there at first, and Muse just did it. Yeah. Because one that always sticks with me, I don't, I really honestly don't know why. It's just the placement of the word fucking in the sentence just makes me laugh and i don't really get it but it's at the end when they're talking with banky and he's like man you understand all this like everything we had to do to get here you know to try to stop this movie it's like i fell in love fucking we stole a monkey for some reason putting fucking before the sentence really you know what i mean like instead Mm -hmm. of being like we stole a fucking monkey it's Mm -hmm. fucking we stole a monkey (laughs) something about that is so funny and it feels like a musism it feels like he just threw it in there because he kind of had to had to say the word fuck he had to get it out yeah and so fucking we stole a monkey is so funny i don't know why that might be like my favorite single line of dialogue (laughs) fucking we stole a monkey it was definitely a lot of fun to watch i'm glad i'm glad that it wasn't just like a drag of like oh man this feels dated because it does in certain aspects. Yeah. It's like no smartphones in the movie, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like that kind of dates it. But it doesn't because it's not like they're all using a bunch of flip phones all the time or there's tons of like yeah. outdated technology or whatever. It's more so just an absence of all the technology <laughs> we have now. Pretty much. But other than that, it, it kind of and and all the gay jokes, yeah. <laughs> the ridiculous amount of gay jokes. Yes. I I always have fun watching it. I, it's 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 definitely like a comfort movie. It's just like oh, you just throw that on, and there'll be something funny happening in the background. <laughs> you can always be like, oh fuck this part, you know. Yeah. That it's that <laughs> kind of movie. They're stealing a monkey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess that wraps up the first week of of uh, of stoner movie month. Even though it didn't have that much stonering <laughs> in it, uh, but hopefully as yeah. things continue, we'll find uh, we'll find some more. Just more stonery of a stoner movie, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because I don't, I don't feel like this necessarily represents the genre. You know what I mean? Like as mm-hmm. as a genre, it's definitely uh, very distinct. And this kind of feels more like a like a buddy road movie that happens to kind of include a pot in it. You know, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. really necessarily feel like a stoner movie. I don't know, but I guess as we watch more we'll kind of get a better feel for it. Because like I said, I haven't really watched a whole bunch of them. Yeah, it's not either. like I'm like, oh, shit, dude, all those Cheech and Chong movies, they're the best. <laughs> like, I've never fucking seen them. 
never seen a lot of them so uh we will keep this going and hopefully having some more fun while we are locked up at home for the month yes (laughs) i had honestly thought for a moment because i was like yeah the 420 thing is great but i was like should we do like isolation movies and just 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 scrap the stoner movie thing and do movies where people are stuck somewhere (laughs) it's like "Eh." (laughs) should have mentioned that at the beginning of this so we could just stop and watch a different movie (laughs) (laughs) all right yeah i think that's gonna wrap it up for popcorn for dinner this week this is jeff and kelly snoochie boochies (laughs) 